Moin Moin Prana Lover und herzlich willkommen zu Prana Up Your Life, dein Podcast für mehr Lebensenergie. Wir sind Jasmin und Josefine, zwei Schwestern aus Hamburg und zusammen mit dir möchten wir noch mehr Lebensenergie kreieren. Aber zuallererst mal die allerliebsten Grüße aus Sri Lanka. Uns geht es ganz, ganz wunderbar. Ähm, zwar regnet es gerade, vielleicht hört man das auch so ein bisschen im Hintergrund, aber ansonsten ist es wirklich hier super paradiesisch und wir haben uns nämlich entschieden, noch mal ein paar Tage eine Ayurveda-Kur einzulegen und ähm, sammeln hier ganz, ganz viel Kraft und ganz viel neue Energie für all das, was kommt. Aber vor allen Dingen auch sammeln wir ganz viel neues Wissen, damit wir euch natürlich damit wieder versorgen können. Wir wissen ja, ähm, wie gut die Podcast-Folgen auch über unsere Ayurveda-Kur letztes Mal angekommen sind und natürlich wird es diesmal auch eine neue Edition davon geben und wir freuen uns schon wahnsinnig, die auch aufzunehmen und unseren äh, Sri Lanka-Aufenthalt somit zu recappen. Aber jetzt sind wir ja gerade erst ein paar Tage da und versuchen ja auch immer wieder hier in diesem Moment zu sein. Und darum geht es auch tatsächlich heute in dem Podcast, denn ich spreche, also ich, Josefine, spreche mit der Gründerin von den Inner Compass Cards. Und vielleicht habt ihr das ja schon das ein oder andere Mal gehört, schon in unserem Podcast oder bei Instagram gesehen. Wir sind ganz große Fans davon. Hier Sternchen, unbezahlte Werbung, denn damals haben wir uns die selber gekauft in der Crowdfunding-Kampagne. 2017 war das. Und seitdem sind die Inner Compass Cards wirklich unsere Begleiter. Es ist also ein Kartenset, das uns immer wieder in schwierigen Situationen begleitet, wenn wir irgendwie mal eine Frage haben, wo wir nicht weiter wissen oder einfach mal wissen wollen, was das Universum so zu einer Antwort, also eine Antwort hat auf eine bestimmte Frage. Und wir interviewen eben Neil, die Gründerin. Und sie ist ja Female Entrepreneur aus Amsterdam und hat einen wirklich sehr inspirierenden Weg hinter sich. Und sie hat vieles für dich durchgemacht, aber ist nun mit Licht und ganz, ganz viel Inspiration aus diesen dunklen Stunden herausgekommen und strahlt wirklich förmlich. Also wir haben ja nur per Zoom gesprochen, also nur per ähm, Telefon sozusagen, nur per Stimme, aber alleine schon ihre Stimme strahlt und es war ganz, ganz toll, mit ihr zu sprechen und es ist unglaublich inspirierend geworden. Wir sprechen über Liebe, wir sprechen über Spiritualität und das vor allen Dingen in dieser heutigen Zeit, in der modernen Zeit und was das auch mit uns macht. Aber ich will gar nicht so viel verraten, also hör selbst gerne rein. Ich wünsche dir ganz, ganz viel Spaß. Das Interview ist auf Englisch, da Neil eben aus Amsterdam kommt und ähm, die Hälfte ihres Jahres auch in L.A. lebt. Also man kann sie sehr, sehr gut verstehen im Englischen. Ja, ich oder wir grüßen dich ganz, ganz herzlich aus Sri Lanka, schicken ganz viele tropische Vibes und freuen uns auf diese Folge, dass wir sie mit dir teilen dürfen. Hello everyone, it's time for an interview again and today we have Neil who is the founder of the Inner Compass Cards and Neil is a female entrepreneur but also in a very spiritual way and she has a huge vision um, which she is definitely spreading into the world and we are so exciting 
to have you here on our podcast, dear Neil. Welcome. Thank you, Jasmine. Nice to meet you. Um, so first of all, just uh, start a little bit to um, yeah, talk about yourself. Tell us something um, about yourself and your journey. Yeah, well, where to start, you know? <laughs> It's only one lifetime for all of us, isn't it? But um, yeah, so many aspects of the journey. Um, yeah, what, what I think is the most inspiring part for others, well, that's what I noticed at least, is that I used to be a control freak and then... Um, <laughs> My, I was working as a headhunter in uh, the creative industry in Amsterdam. And um, at a certain point, things fell apart in my life. Like my business was not flowing anymore. Uh, my body was rejecting to live um, properly. Um, I got a really, really bad insomnia for like two years and I was very close to, well, I was having panic attacks every day. And so it was really, my body was warning me to um, quit the lifestyle that I had, which mm -hmm. I now refer to as a pretty unconscious lifestyle. And um, yeah, it gave me the, it brought, you know, it, felt like a very deep crisis back then, but now I see that it was my biggest chance and huge opportunity to grow and um, to step into the intuitive living. And yeah, I enjoy that every day in my life. It's, it's really like I've, like life carries me now instead of me trying to swim against the stream, you know? Oh, wow. And, um, That's beautiful, Sad. <laughs> yes, and this is what I grant to everyone, actually. So that's why I came up with Inner Compass Cards, which is a tool to um, reconnect to your inner strength so that you can live, you know, out of your heart desires and um, your own inner strength without being distracted all the time by, you know, what our parents want from us or our partners or our kids or society and culture in general, what is expected from us, you know? Mm. So it brings you back to your inner compass and what your life makes you um, so valuable. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, that is definitely amazing what you are sharing there. <laughs> We yeah. actually uh, work with uh, your inner compass cards, um, not every day, but um, every other day, like every second or third. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Because we, uh, yeah, we personally find so much um, ground and um, so much inspiration, what we can do with a like with a day or even when when we have a huge question in our personal or in our prana work and yeah and it's so amazing to have something which is um there and when you can i like, give up the um the control <laughs> to to something else and get an inspiration from a totally different source that's so cool Wow, that's very well said. Yeah, <laughs> what I experienced too. Yeah. So are you using your cards personally as well? or? <laughs> well, now I can say of course, but while I was, at the, while I was um, developing them, 
I was, I thought that, wow, I'm creating the most beautiful deck in the world now and I cannot use it myself because I created it, you know? I had this mind park around it. But yeah, I do use them every day and I do use them for the biggest life topics. <laughs> yes. And it's so amazing because it's so, um, like the combination out of, um, there is a, um, a certain kind of, um, Mm, how do I say that in English? <laughs> Sometimes it's not, not that easy to say these things which are moving myself in, into another language, but um, that you ask a little bit the universe, but you also get like a, a direction. And mostly when you want a really, really good answer or a really a concrete answer, then the, like the card is um, intention or something when you when you know okay you have to work a little bit harder for yourself to know the to know the answer and that is definitely um making us very happy at some point because then you have the the combination out of the universe the inspiration and your own in, interpretation of the cards yeah that's exactly how i developed them actually <laughs> i wrote them in a way that your um, that you tap into your subconscious. Mm -hmm. So there is this part of the brain that I think in English is called um, intuitive thinking mechanism. So it will automatically link the message from the cards to your own life, which means and helps with integrating the subject that you are going through at that point in, in your life or, you know, the question that you are asking uh, to the cards or just if you don't ask a certain, a specific question to the cards, it's just, you know, the moment in life that you draw the card, that's where the guidance is for, for that moment. So your brain will automatically take you to the part in life that needs the guidance most while you read the text. It's like, it's pretty analytical, actually. It's not that I used to say it's, wow, well, so magical, you know, that the, the right card shows up at the right time. But actually your intuition picks it because you um, choose a card blindly. Mm. And I think the intuition is like a hundred times smarter than our mind. So it knows which card it should take. And, Yeah, so I don't know if it's magical. It's just the way it is, you know. It's a pretty analytical story if I tell it like this, isn't it? <laughs> totally. <laughs> And it's so interesting because this, this magic. So for our first Prana Day in April, um, we a um, few days before that, we were like, oh my God, so much and we don't know how to do it. And so let's, um, yeah get a card and uh, get the answer how we can um, <laughs> create that magic um, into our prana day. And then we, we definitely looked for, for an answer. We, we really wanted an answer. And then, as I said, as the um, <laughs> example was, then we um, took the intention card <laughs> and we were like, okay, well, so <laughs> the universe just told us, okay, well, you have to um, go into your hearts and, and see what, what it has um, yeah, in mind. Wow. Thank you for sharing. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, um, yeah, we, we set the intention for the day that it's about connection, um, a day about connection and definitely turned out that way also it was wow. a huge um wonderful day and also on the day before uh, on like on the prana day itself we we 
um, yeah, took a card and it was just amazing. And um, yeah, you found some, well, we found some um, breathtaking moments, I would say, um, to, because you then then you just stop and be there for a while and not in a, in a hurry. And we were under a lot of stress that day, but also when we started to um, read the cards out loud, it was just, ah, we are just in the moment. So it's definitely a mindfulness practice also. Wow. Yeah. It brings you back to what really matters, I think. And I really like the, that you brought up um, the word intention because it came to you in the cards. And because I really, really believe in intention. If you, you know, like you guys organize a day or, or if you are um, founding a new company or if you become a mom or the way you are a partner for your partner or a friend for your friends, mm. I think if you add intention to everything you do in life, I think that's the energy that will, that you will send out while you're doing this or being that. And it, well, it really changed my life and I helped a lot of people around me, you know, setting their intention and, and intentions. And well, I kind of have, well, I kind of analyzed, I, you know, I, I looked at everyone doing things with and without intention and somehow the things, you know, the projects with intention always reach their goals and mm. are, you know, are you putting <laughs> the intention of connection into it and that's, you know, what the day was about. And so I really believe in the energy of intention. Oh, well, yeah, that is like crazy, crazy from the, <laughs> from the universe. <laughs> So how did you develop the cards? Like, um, was it like brought to you or do you have um, in every card uh, own life experience? So how, how did the development work? Yeah, it's kind of a combination. I really like the way you put it. Like, uh, was it brought to me? Um, yes, in the end it was brought to me. But I think it all started even uh, 10 years before when I, uh, well, maybe when I was born or even before that. But mm. um, consciously 10 years ago, I uh, made my first steps on the spiritual path. So I um, gained a lot of information and wisdom and knowledge around um, spiritual practice and personal growth. And it was actually when I started using cards, like angel cards and oracle cards. Mm -hmm. That was the moment 10 years later, you know, after my first steps. Um, I started integrating more of it because I was carrying all the knowledge with me, but I wasn't really living an intuitive life. You know, I was still more of a control freak than an, uh, <laughs> an intuitive. So... Um, yeah, and then I noticed that I was changing and then I thought, okay, this is this is insane. And but I, you know, the the cards were not the kind of cards that I would share with my friends. It was all about communicating with God and angels and so I thought, okay, it's time now for a beautiful modern deck that you would not hide in your home but just mm -hmm. put on the table and use it every day and um, and then, so when I had the intention of um, sharing the knowledge that I was carrying and, and at that point starting to integrate, 
um, yeah, started writing uh, the bite-sized texts, as you now know them, from the card deck. And yeah, that was, I, I really feel that life was carrying me and uh, it felt like I was downloading the text. So yeah, <laughs> it was brought to me. <laughs> How long uh, did it take? Um, about a year. Maybe, well, you know, from the idea to the launch, one and a half years. Hmm. That's not a long time for such deep knowledge there. I know, but um, that's because I uh, felt that I had, well, it was intuitively given to me that I had to focus on it full time. So I was working on this seven days a week. I quit all my freelance jobs and my other company. And um, yeah, so I focused on this. Wow. So since when um, are you working with the inner compass cards now? Uh, that's exactly one and a half years ago that we launched Earth Carta. Yes. Wow. And how was the journey since so far? <laughs> Amazing. It's, it's really like um, this deck was supposed to be born because I still feel carried by life. Um, everything is flowing. We have, you know, there's like more than 10,000 people around the world using them now. And wow. Um, a second one because you know that's possible now and um yeah it's really it's been amazing it's i don't know you know i feel i feel so blessed and humble and grateful that's all mm. i can say mm. so you just mentioned the spiritual path and what i love about uh, the information about the cards is um that it's definitely spiritual but also <laughs> um You can use it in a modern way, in a day-to-day. -day. It's not very like huge esoteric. It's more that you like really know what you want to um, tell us. Um, so, but what I'm interested in, what is spirituality for you? What is spirituality for me? Um, for me, it's about... Um, Let me think about that. Um, <laughs> for me, that's about change. That um, are you willing to grow? That means that you go to bed as a different person than how you woke up. So, um, yeah, for me, it's really about personal growth, spiritual growth. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah trying to yeah even trying to unveil the subconscious you know mm -hmm. like if you if you know that we are only living like five percent or, or well we are only conscious of five percent of our being and there's 95 percent that we are unconscious of i really <laughs> like to unveil the information in that subconscious and i feel that that's for me the the way to come to my higher self and to live out of my heart's and soul's desires to mm. live in alignment with the heart. I think that's what spirituality is to me. Alignment with the heart. Wow. But that can also be a little, yeah, sometimes really challenging, right? It's not always the, this 
yeah, flowy awesomeness. Um. Totally. That's why it's the, the spiritual path. So yeah. I think life challenges every day and gives um, small lessons and big lessons. And it's up to us to unpack them as gifts um, mm. to come closer to that alignment with the heart. Mm. What was a um, gift for, your, for you in the past few years where you say, okay, that's definitely... <laughs> um, a thing where I know that I'm um, on a different way. Um, you know what, what I want to say? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. what, what kind of, uh, was there a special gift, a special situation where you know that you have to change something and that you are definitely on a different way? Yes, many. And um, the ones that um, stay with me in memory uh, vividly are the ones that touched me most. For example, um, breakups mm -hmm. with my last boyfriend, for example. Um, uh, so I think... I think life pushes my buttons on the in 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 the department of love. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. that's when I uh, start to listen. You know, that's where life can um, reach me best. I think. Mm -hmm. And um, for example, while I was going through deep heartbreak, I really felt heartbroken. Um, uh, the, and the thing was that it was not only about this relationship. There was so much more old pain coming up. Mm -hmm. I think that I was ready to release that, you know. Maybe it was even from, from past lives and from another breakup like 10 years ago. So there was still, you know, suffering and pain left behind. Maybe there still is, but now, you know, um, like uh, some months ago, I was ready to release um, a part of that and now I'm very grateful for that obviously mm. so I feel liberated and um, I'm very uh, grateful for the gift that you know the heartbreak brought and <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the best thing after heartbreaks is that you know better suitable lovers come uh, come onto your path as well so that's the reason why the new card deck is about love, I guess. <laughs> yes, there were a lot of lessons in that department of my life last year. So, yeah, the new deck is all about relationships. Yeah. What does love mean to you? Love has so many definitions. I... Um, for example, you know, that's not uh, my experience, but even if a kid, um, you know, is um, gets slaps in the face every day um, from one of his parents, then, and the parents also says, I love you, then that's associated with love, you know, mm -hmm. for example. So there's so many ways, um, there's so many, love is, is a weird thing I noticed. And um, <laughs> so for me, there's a lot of life lessons and, and, and progress in it. Um, but like real love, I think it's light and gratefulness and um, yeah, connection and compassion. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. 
And um, this, like going through heartbreaks and um, really living some trouble <laughs> um, or experiencing some trouble, feeling some hard feelings or hurt feelings. And um, yeah, that's, I think that's also the, the growth you were talking about, the change which is happening in our body and our mind and in our feelings um, that these troubles may be hard in that moment, but at some point it turned out to be yeah amazing because then you actually feel what it does to you. And like love it is for me just like this feeling. Um, and as you said, this connection and also this lightness That's, uh, yeah, so beautiful. Um, but in your darker days, I would say that now, <laughs> let me put it that way. Um, did you go there alone or did you have some like supporters, a coach or um, some yeah, spiritual partner or whatever? Or did you go there alone and worked everything out for yourself? Yeah, in the beginning, my um, process was pretty lonely, to be honest. You know, I um, I didn't have friends who were into this. Um, I didn't have parents who supported this. Um, so, yeah, it was a pretty lonely ride at the beginning. But now it's a total different ball game. You know, there is uh, so much happening in this field. And, you know, you see how we are all connected through you guys, the, your podcast and mm -hmm. Instagram. And so, yeah, now I enjoy every minute of, you know, even, um, even in, even in my last, um, uh, well, challenging period, well, last winter, actually a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, now I can reach out to so many beautiful people. I'm in this international women's circle. We see each other every week online. I felt so supported. So yeah, it's a whole, but I think, you know, it was part of my journey to do it alone in the first few years and, you know, to go, to go to retreats and, and meditation healers and teachers and mm -hmm. by myself. And, you know, it's, it made me strong and it kind of suits me now I look back at it, but yeah, I feel so, um, um, supported. I feel supported by all of my friends now and mm -hmm. uh, very connected to people who are on the same kind of journey. Mm. Beautiful. Are there some like special inspirational sources? Um, if you say that there were, uh, you went to some meditations or something, are there like spiritual teachers um, you can like say or uh, like recommend? For? Well, as most, most of us, um, I think we all, you know, know the same uh, worldwide known um, people. And for me, it was my first therapist. She, um, she noticed that I was longing for more spiritual kind of philosophy. Um, and that no one really offered that before in my life. So she uh -huh. gave new earth from Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> 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 and, um, and that changed my life that you know that was that's well now it's 13 years ago that I read it and 
yeah, that changed my life because it was for the first time in this human body that I was like, oh, you know, this is what it, what it's all about. This is what we are doing here. And it made total sense to me and it felt like coming home. And mm. so, yeah, that book has a very special place in my heart. And for the rest, I always, I feel intuitively, like with my gut feel, I connect to my gut or to my heart to decide if um, I should go to a certain retreat or healer or intuitive therapist or I really I have my heart decides you know I don't try to control it with my mind and then if it's if it's like even for plant medicine and things like that um, I only do it now when things are really calling me Mm -hmm. so I'm not searching anymore I have the books or the or the or the retreats calling me instead Mm -hmm. of searching for them Wow, um, I think for some of our listeners, it's um, it sounds awesome, <laughs> you know that um, you that you follow your heart. But um, I think it's for some, it's not that easy to just say, "Okay, wow, uh, I really want to follow my heart now." Um, do you have any uh, tips how to do that? <laughs> I know it's <laughs> probably a really tough question, like. <laughs> but yes, perhaps yes, you have yeah. something um, which is helping you to follow your heart yeah so first of all I think it's a process and we mm-hmm. all have our own pace for this yes. um, which we should respect and that's the most important thing um, in my opinion yeah um, and then um can you repeat the question one more time? Mm, like, what do you do when you want to follow your heart? When you when you say that something is like calling you, that is a definitely a feeling. But do you have something which is more, um, which is more understandable? <laughs> yeah. Like, I know what you mean, um, but sometimes I also struggle with explaining what it does it mean to follow your intuition into your heart. Yeah, so I think the opposite of following your heart might be the mind who is controlling us, you know? So the mind is in the driver's seat um, for most of us. Mm-hmm. So um, what I try to focus on to have that, because the mind is very useful, but I try to have it in a passenger seat <laughs> so that my heart or intuition or soul or whatever you like to call it can take the wheel and be in the driver's seat. And what really helped me is um, two things that, well, the first thing that really changed my life is living with a mantra that I repeated like 80 times a day. Mm. And it goes like this, what do I need right now to feel well? And I repeat it like as many times a day. And um In the beginning, the mind was answering that, you know, if I, for example, if you wake up and I sit on my meditation cushion and I ask that mantra, like, what do I need right now to feel well? My controlling mind would say, you need to go to the gym and you need to be, um, you know, you need to to go work at the computer uh, before nine or, but if you have, some, if you ask it and work with this question day in, day out, 
you will notice that something else will answer it and you will find more peace in the answers. And what happens after a certain while, this is like three or four years ago that I started using the mantra and I still use it every day, 80 times. Um, But in the beginning, I was really surprised. It sent me back to bed at, you know, 9 a.m. So the answer was, you need more rest, go back to bed. And it was really, really weird for a control freak like me, you know? <laughs> so this mantra really helped me. Sometimes it's, it's, you need, you know, to take a break and have some food now, or and sometimes it's, you need to go to yoga or mm. you call a friend or, you know, the answers can be everything. And um, what also helped me a lot is I gave myself space with another mantra, and that is fake it until you make it. So mm-hmm. don't be too strict on yourself. And if it's, you know, if, you, if, if you're still, um, yeah, for me, it was a big deal to have that, um, to, to have that controlled mind shut down because I was suffering insomnia and that was, this was the, the, mm-hmm. the, um, um, the cause behind it. And, um, uh, yeah, so yeah, and I really had to, to fake it until I made it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely <laughs> practice, um, practice, practice. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it was really beautiful, as you said, that it's like a process and we should respect that process and that we don't um, think that from ourselves that we, um, if we once take that decision um, that we want to follow our heart, that it's like working <laughs> in a minute that it's so easy to follow the heart but it's just like a process and um, I also love the example that you think about the heart and the mind with the passenger seat and the driver's seat and I think that helps people a lot that they have a, a vision like um, a picture in their mind that they can say no Hello, mind. <laughs> Please sit on the other <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> Let me take over, and that's um, yeah, that's really beautiful. And also, um, what I just thought that when you um, draw a card, it's also that you are not deciding from the mind because you cannot just like um, mind um, take like the, the the mind is not taking the card. It's more the heart and the feeling which is taking or draw a card. And actually that's a really good way too then um, to just follow something else than the mind to just experience how does it feel not to follow the mind. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I think for so many people, they, they are like, um, they were taught to follow the mind their whole life. And at some point on their path, someone comes around and say, okay, no, <laughs> don't follow your heart, uh, your mind anymore. <laughs> Just uh, start following your feelings and intuition in your heart. <laughs> and, yeah. um, it's a crazy time we're living in, isn't it? It's a crazy shift. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm, I'm actually pretty young. So for me, it was more easier to start that path now. But um, as I can imagine for people who are following their mind like for 60 or 70 years and at some point they are now starting to shift and, but their body is so used to the mind decisions. Um, so it's much 
yeah, sometimes it can be much harder to start than following the heart. But that's like this whole thing that you are uh, trusting the process. I think that's the most important thing. Yes, and I think we are carried by the conscious um, collective. Um, excuse me. I think we are carried by the collective consciousness field. Mm-hmm. So what's going on in the cosmos right now is helping us, and it's this is you know um, also you know my mom for example. She's a little bit older than sixty, and she is living this spiritual. A path too, and um, she's doing a great job. She's you know, she's um, living in the same world as us, uh, where there is a yoga studio on every corner, and you know things are shifting, and we are yeah. part of that. And I think that's just amazing to witness. Yeah, definitely. I witnessed the same with our mom. <laughs> it's uh, so interesting and so loving, and ah, uh, so cool. Um, so you live in Amsterdam. Um, what do you think about like the Europe way and also, but the the way in America, how this whole development um, is growing now and changing, and um, spiritual is getting more modern. And um, what do you think about this um, uh, locational um, difference? Um, do you mean between Europe and, and America or? Yeah, yeah kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, do you well, notice the, a cha- like a difference? Not really. I think the main problem um, of society is distraction. So we tend to um, be distracted, you know, by what society um, is doing the media distracts us all the time you know what our friends are doing what our parents want from us um, so there is a lot of pressure on a normal life in this era mm-hmm. and um, I think we're all longing for a little guidance and direction and that's mm-hmm. actually why I developed the cards and why it's called inner compass cards um, because I think we're all looking for a little bit more direction and yeah. coming home. And um, yeah, I think the world was pretty much focused on the outside. If you look at religions in the past 2000 years, they were all, you know, searching and seeking it outside of themselves. And I think within the shift that we were just talking about, it's all about going inward because that's where all the answers are. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's the same, you know, I spend half of my time in, um, in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's maybe a bigger number of seekers and people that are shifting from outwards to inwards. But in the end, it's the same, you know, we all live in this Western societies Mm-hmm. Um, where there is a lot of distraction and noise. And I think people are ready to find home within themselves again and live from that inner strength instead of uh, from input of the outside world. Mm-hmm. So, so many people are actually like traveling to India or Bali um, to find themselves um, what do you think about that? <laughs> I did it too. 
yeah when i was in uh, when i was in as you said it beautifully in my dark ages like four years ago when my body gave up on me my nervous system broke down when i um, suffered in really bad insomnia i went to a ayurvedic clinic for a couple mm. of months in india and um yeah it was at that point what i needed and it um connected me um to my source again also because in india like everything is different from how we know it so yes. that's the best reset uh, one can have just you know step out of everything you know and out of your routine and you throw yourself into this like kind of well, it's the same dimension, but totally different world. Um, so yeah, that was um, a pretty important thing to me. But um, at the moment, I'm not searching in uh, other religions. I'm kind of uh, merging everything together because I think we also um, should accept and respect, you know, the era and the Western lifestyle that we are living in now. Yeah. So I also use the inspiration in my deck for uh, from philosophy and science because, you know, it's it's so it's inspired on Mayan wisdom and Buddhism yeah. and Taoism. So all the Eastern and shamanistic um, uh, domains that I found my uh, that I found my inspiration in. But also in the um, f- from from the era of now, you know, the, um, as I said, um, science and philosophy, for example. So beautiful. So you mentioned Ayurveda. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> so, what do you uh, think about Ayurveda? Do you practice it in your daily life? At the moment, I don't. I tried so many things with diets and you know the I tried the keto diet I tried the medical medium approach which is pretty much vegan and um, low on fat uh, and lots of glucose sugars fruits the healthy sugars um, that keeps your uh, motor going um, what else did I try I tried living Ayurvedic for a little while, but um, I decided to just moderate everything and just to listen to my body, what it needs. And, you know, when there is a lot of emotional um, blockages going on, which is pretty normal in a, in a life, <laughs> then, um, and it's just part of being human, to have emotional baggage and blockages, um, then you can have a certain relationship to food, for example, and how the body reacts on it. Mm. But I, the, well, so I worked first on all those emotional stuff, and now that like most of that is gone. Now I can listen to my body again, what it needs, and um, yeah. That's definitely also Ayurveda. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and I come from far, you know. I did it all, the emotional eating and and alcohol and drugs and, you know, numbing the system because there's so much noise in the world and I'm a pretty sensitive person and I didn't know that because I was not conscious about it. And so I was numbing it and I was holding shields, you know, being... 
being a tough cookie and not being a sensitive being that I am. And yeah, so I'm really happy and proud that I could let go of some of the masks and shields and that I don't need the numbing anymore that I'm, that I, because I think you need to be pretty brave to go for clarity in this lifetime. So to everyone who's listening and, you know, try to become more clear and work on themselves. It's, wow, big shout out because it's, it takes some, some braveness to go into this because the world is not built for, for sensitive people. No, no. Beautifully said, because I think that's a huge point um, in our lifestyle also, that it's um, this um, yeah, mind-dominated, really rational, uh, kind of um, men-oriented, like um, the, not the female, the, the male energy. It's more, um, this energy is all in our world, but this living the own truth finding the sensitivity and sensible ways and the, the female energy in every one of us, like even in the male people, <laughs> this female um, empowerment is so yeah, unique and awesome and um, so magical, as you also said. And I think your, like the inner compass cards are... Um, yeah getting into this female energy and supporting it a little bit thank you yeah yeah it's beautiful it's it's definitely what the world needs <laughs> oh, thank you yeah that's what i that's what i thought too and um yeah i'm so grateful that um that i can be i you know in the end i'm just a messenger of universal wisdom yeah. that's ever omnipresent you know it's available for all of us and um I'm really happy that I was kind of chosen or available for this, mm. um, for the words and that I could put it in this concept of cards. And uh, because, you know, if you would ask me to write a book on one topic, I don't know if I have the skills for that, but, you know, this is, I think I am skilled to bring it to people in a bite-sized way. I think that all those themes it's 49 themes in the in the card deck and I think I brought them to the essence and that's what I'm you know that's where my strength is so um I really like yeah I really like to guide people towards their own strength because then you know these kind of products and projects and the healers stand up because they are doing what they are supposed to do and that's mm. you know that's how I hope to inspire people who are using the deck that they will mm -hmm. be guided towards their purpose in life. Mm. It's crazy because in the moment I thought, oh, why is not, why is Neil not um, writing a book? And then you said, yeah, I mean, it could <laughs> put it in the book. I'm like, oh my God, that was crazy. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, um, I mean, also put it like your words, your inspiration, um, in a, in a book that would be awesome but in mm. these cards I think that's a, um, a way of um, 
giving this gift what you have to also to other people to experience it in a total different way because it's for us it's a uh, it's a different way to experience that than rather reading a book I mean I would love to read a book from you so <laughs> here's a hint I think you're definitely a good author but um, yeah I think that is a um, well, the reason why I, why this really works for me is um, I, I sometimes say to people like the 49 cards, I like 49 self-help books on one shelf and somehow <laughs> you pick the right one every day. Mm-hmm. But the difference with pulling cards and the short amount of text is that you start integrated right away. If I read a book, um, you know, I, 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 take over the knowledge, but, you know, and some parts I might be integrating, but some of the parts of the book, you only need a few years later, you know, for example. Mm-hmm. So, and the cards come back to you all the time when you need it at the right mm-hmm. moment. So yeah. that's why I really, really believe in them. It's, yeah, I've seen things. It's, it's insane. It's so magical. Mm-hmm. And that's because I think the intuition takes over when you pick yeah. a card blindly. Yeah. But how did you get the idea? Like, did you, so you said that you had this angel cards and stuff, but um, when was the idea born that you want to create your own cards? Um, Well, the idea of the cards was born when I was shuffling the angel cards that my mom gave me. And, um, but it actually, the seed was planted a few months before when I did my uh, first plant ceremony um, with the plant medicine. And um, uh, I connected to my higher self or soul or whatever you like to subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and the voice of my higher self asked me to help in, to inspire the world with all the, um, the wisdom that came to me in this process, in this, mm. this journey. And so I was completely surprised because I was a headhunter, you know. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was offering people, uh, people jobs and, uh, and I was like, who am I to do this, you know. And, but it, keep, it kept on coming, like help me inspiring the world, you know. People need your the knowledge that you know now and it's so I was like well it's just universal wisdom you know it's like it's like how a tree carries uh, how a seed carries the information to be a tree and um, this is the way that the information for us how to live is also there and you know who am I to to write about this or um, so within that same ceremony I asked life or that same voice like okay help me and bring me a concept to work with because I don't know how to concentrate long enough to write a book and I'm too scared to be on a on a stage <laughs> to tell people a yeah. thing so um yeah then a couple of months later the, um, the the concept of the cards came to me so it started with a seed it started with very low self-esteem <laughs> and, um, you know, like, who am I, who am I? And now, um, two or three years later, people all over the world invited the cards to their lives to grow with it. And mm. yeah, I feel so blessed that I can be the messenger. Um, I think every one of us is, is, 
has the same capacity to, mm-hmm. to listen to the voices of nature and of our higher selves and the voices of the universe. Wow, that is so inspiring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel really inspired right now by mm-hmm. just the words you're you're telling us, and I'm really grateful that you're sharing these um, yeah, wisdoms also on our podcast because I think for our podcast it's definitely something new and yeah but we want to um, put it into into the world <laughs> and um, yeah also what's definitely important that we want to put the love cards also into the world um, Yay. <laughs> do you want to tell us in a few words what they are about and how to um, like how people can support you in that direction yes so um we decided to not work with a publishing firm um for the english and the dutch version of the cards because um at the end you know the bigger publishing firms are all about money and stockholders and um um, and our intention is to inspire people to find their inner strength um so that's why we crowdfund the decks so that we can um pay for the printing house mm-hmm. and um they are now available on kickstarter.com and they are called in a compass love cards and they are all about the relationships we have in our lives so all the questions you have for every topic around relationships that you need some advice or guidance for and I don't talk only about the love relationships, but also relation that you have with your kids or your parents or your boss. So, you know, there is, I think relationships are the, 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 the triggers and the beautiful lessons in our lives. And there's love and there's gratitude and there's, it's so rich and it's such an important part of our lives. And, um, uh, and I noticed that most questions of, users of the deck are around relationships so i think yeah this is a beautiful extension of the yeah yeah. definitely so we can just support that (laughs) and if the yeah there's big discounts now also yeah that's definitely really important (laughs) they are available for um to pre-order now it will be launched in august or september but they are now uh, available for pre-order with huge discounts on kickstarter.com Awesome. So we definitely put the link into the show notes that, so that we can spread the world and um, that everybody can uh, support this card set because, yeah, because of love. Thank you. <laughs> that, yeah, is, that is definitely the, the answer. <laughs> yeah, let's spread the love together. That's yeah. so awesome. Uh, so we have um, three last questions we ask everyone on our podcast. Um, What does prana mean to you? And how do you create prana in your life? Prana means spirit to me. Um, We are born with the breath and we go out of this life. We die with a breath, Mm. last breath. And um, in between there's, well countless of breaths and um i think prana is this spirit the fire that guides us and that keeps us alive 
So how do you create prana in your life? Um, by paying attention and letting go of control at the same time. So by surrendering, I think. Wow. Um, the second question is, what is a mindful eating for you? Mindful eating for me is listening to the body what it needs. Mm. Yeah, that is so important <laughs> to listen and yeah, to be still at some point and just to see what, what it needs. Beautiful. Um, and the last question, what is your favorite moment of eating? <laughs> Man, I love eating and I love to talk about <laughs> eating and... Uh, <laughs> Um, I think the most uh, important moment to me is to share it with um, beloveds. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Neil, thank you so much for your words, for your time, for your inspiration. It was amazing to talk to you and yeah, spread the word um, and inspire so many other people. <laughs> I'm a little bit speechless. It was, yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much for having me and for spreading all the prana and prosperity and light and love into the world. Really oh. amazing what you guys do. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs>
ähm, in die Buchläden gehen und es dir dort besorgen. Oder du verfolgst uns noch weiterhin einfach online. Wir haben im Moment ein ganz großes Special für dich. Du kannst herausfinden, was für ein emotionaler Foodie-Typ du bist. Und dafür findest du alle Infos unter www.pranapyourlife.de slash quiz. Da kannst du für dich ein paar Fragen beantworten und dann schauen, was für ein ja, Foodie-Typ du bist und was du auch machen kannst. Jetzt wünschen wir dir einen ganz hervorragenden Donnerstag oder wenn du den Podcast nachhörst, ein ganz, ganz tolles Wochenende oder einen sonstigen Wochentag. Schicken dir ganz viel Liebe, ganz viel Prana und ganz viel Energie und Ayurveda-Liebe aus äh, Sri Lanka und möchten dich wie immer daran erinnern. Denke mal dran, Prana ab, your life.